Hi, Dan. How are you? It's good. Everything's okay. <laughs> hmm. Everything's okay. Hmm. How about you, Merlin man? Hmm. Up what? there in San Francisco. Hey, I live up in San Francisco. I live in a house made out of money and dot coms. We my. live where all the cool companies are, and uh, we uh, we make the internet work up here. <clears> hey, <throat> I like that. I, hey, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Am I hot? Her. Am I hot? Oh, totally. No, I think I might be hot. I no, you're really hot. I like what you're wearing. I like your hair. I'm wearing exactly what I was wearing last time. <laughs> I got a, I'm wearing one of. Uh, What's his name's T-shirts, and I put on deodorant. But apart from that, it's exactly what I was wearing last week. And it's, it's sure it's been laundered. Now, Dan, this concerns me. You sound—I didn't like the way you responded to that. You sound okay. What does that mean? It's okay, Merlin. It's okay. It's going to be all right. Do you leave the lights on the pre-lit tree, like when you put it away? It's pre-lit. It's integrated into the tree. It's got an integrated lighting system. It's not like you can take the lights off. It's it, no. they're intertwined and intermingled with the the branches in such a way that you would never even think of taking them off. And it, and it, and it, when the tree is not lit, you can barely see the lights at all. And when it is lit, it's lit in such a professional, wonderful way. It just looks mm. so good. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm envious. You just pick one up. We ordered it. Ordered online. Well, just we along thought, with your fancy San Francisco groceries that come delivered to your door. <laughs> uh, let's all save it for the AD. But that's this is really going interesting places. I heard Jaser do his first voice. I was excited. I know about that. he did his phrases. That is not my first voice. Nah, I have lots of voices. I do voices all the time. Here's one now. I'm doing a voice. <laughs> I cook the Krabby Patties myself. You are um, hearing me talk. Does it ever seem weird when you run into people who are familiar with things? Like, it just seems weird. Like, I'm so used to being in our own little world where we watch SpongeBob or The Grinch. It's so weird to, like, make a reference and see people, like, turn around. Isn't it? <laughs> that still seems weird, you know? And when I go, now I haven't finished these errands, and then, like, like a 40-year-old man starts laughing. <laughs> Probably because he's unstable, but, you know. Right. <laughs> he laughs at everything, maybe. <laughs> I'm very tempted. I said this on, the, on the, the tutored about this, but I swear to God, it feels like I need regular expressions to figure out my Christmas lights. Every year, I Google it. Every year, I'm <laughs> You had that weird picture on your, on your site. It's from a Martha. I was... Dan, of the, like, looping things around. It's very weird. Dan, Dan Christmas has reached a nadir when I am <laughs> surfing through Martha Stewart's site looking for advice on how to have a holiday. <laughs> that is a holiday that has reached a glitch. Mm. I got one third of it lit. You're supposed to think of it as three triangles. This is not relevant to you. <sighs> well, you know, you got that going for you, which is nice. I, I wish I'd gotten the pre-lit. I really... Mm. We got it from Costco. They delivered it to our house, FedEx. Like a, a live tree. Live, well, or it's not, you know, it's slowly dying. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a lobster. <laughs> <It's not> a <laughs> it, was, it was alive, and it's part of a tree, and it's in your house. Yes. I the mean, traditional thing. Not to go on Mighty Python, yes, but it was a once... A once living piece of arbor. Yeah. Evergreen in nature. I love, I've had, I've had plenty of live trees or whatever you would call them. Ex live trees, real trees. Right. But and I mean, they're great. It's, it's a total pain though to go to the yard. You got to see the guy, you know, it's a total pain. And so we thought, what the heck? And it ended up being cheaper than uh, actually going out. Anyway, we, we argue a little about that, but the point is it arrived in our house in a box and we took it out and that was it. And it was nice, you know? Yeah. So now the lights. I got a third of the lights on, and by on I mean my daughter and I threw them at the tree, 
What kind of okay. lights are you doing? The little white ones, the little colored ones, the big big white ones, the big colored ones, the ones. Can I be that... honest? Can I be honest with you? Go ahead. For, okay, first time Christmas. <laughs> uh, the this is the first time in my entire adult life, literally, that I have ever had non tiny white lights. The people in my life, occasional women, have felt very strongly in the past, including this woman, about the small white lights. Mm. But this year we went with big, big, uh, big color lights, and I, I've literally never been happier. It's just the third of the tree is lit up, so I'm one third as maximally happy as I could be. And yours, you just you just put it up. It takes you five minutes. It's uh, well, you get you get you get like a like a bag kind of goes over it for storage. So the hardest part of setting up the tree is just, you know finagling this bag off the tree. You pull the bag off the tree, the limbs gently fin- finagling, fall. Finagling the tree bag, yeah, they, they just fall back into in, in into place just the way that they were. You plug it in, and it's Christmas time. Oh, gosh. It's wonderful. Throw a couple of gifts under, and the the bag becomes like the thing that covers the bottom part of the tree. It's one. Just put a little train around it, and you're all done. You're saying your your bag is a mul- it also does double duty as a tree skirt. Is it's what you're telling me. Bag, bunk bag. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Have you ever enjoyed a winter holiday, Christian, pagan, Hebrewic, Kwanzaa? Before you answer, you know how many A's there are in Kwanzaa? Hi, how many A's are in Kwanzaa? Like five, right? I've I've never counted. Like the opposite of an Eastern European Never word. thought to count. All right. Well, see, that's the problem. That's racist. So, good week. Big week. Oh, God, this has been... Huge week. Huge week. Just opened a new uh, thing of cards. I'm feeling good. I screwed up like big playing time. cards? No, oh, I mean, in a sense, in the sense that you could, I could literally take 52 of these. I think that stuff. would be the coolest thing. You make your own deck of cards. That's what my kid's getting for Christmas. All the other <laughs> ones are just, just empty boxes, like at Macy's, you know, like under the Macy's tree. She's going to open an empty box, empty box, boom, empty box, beautifully wrapped, finally. Nice. A set of playing cards. Mandaris in in the chat room is saying, did they talk about TextMate 2 yet? Good week. Did you Um, download it? You try it? You get it? Get it going? Are you you getting me started? Oh, you don't like it? (laughs) (laughs) It's not... Not what you're hoping for. I No, I haven't looked at it. It's not done. You know, it's like... You haven't looked at it. I had the two yesterday. It's three steps. First, you take a box. You cut a hole uh-huh. in the box. Okay, hole in the box. Is this a Hebrewic thing? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a sheet. Now, do you get that at your bat mitzvah? What do they do? No, wait. It's your wedding night. You step on the light bulb. They give you the sheet. Now, do you cut the hole yourself? <laughs> no, wait. Now, is the sheet with the hole only needed before you smash the light bulb? That's not really about the hymen. confusing you know your, your religion. No, I'm not. I've read a lot of Hebrewic. Did you know? I don't think the sheet know? is a Hebrewic thing. I think Did it's I a Catholic you, thing. If I decide to go full-on fake Malcolm Gladwell douchebag, did I tell you my book's going to be called Turns Out? If you decide. Turns out. Um, <laughs> turns out. The light bulb that you smash in the Hebrew uh, wedding, yeah, a lot of people think that's about the hymen. The hymen. But it's not. It's you know not. What it's about? You know what the, what's it about? Uh, you know, I used to know this. Shame See, on, shame on me for not knowing this. Did you touch the thing with the stick? Did you have, did you have a stick? <laughs> yeah, right? I sure did, man. Did you, ever, you don't put that <laughs> through the hole. I sure um, did. Mm, what's that called? I think I'm doing a You Look Nice Today bit. <laughs> um, I'm not familiar with. Uh, me neither, my friend. Me neither. I uh, had a point. It doesn't matter. It's You know what it is actually, supposedly, and I'm not Hebrewic personally, personally, but I heard it is you, you, you break the light bulb. It's not actually a hymen. I think I said it seven times now. Right. It, is, it is to say, okay, something's broken. You know, you burn one, right? Paper prototype, boom, out the door. We've already had something break. 
So now it's like getting the first scratch on your car, right? Like you drive a nice car. I bet I, you drive like an Adam car. You have like an Audi or something, right? Uh, no, I don't. I have a Honda Pilot. Is that a real thing? Yes. Did you get that from Canada? No. Okay. You get that at a regular store. You just go in and ask for a Pilot. Mm-hmm. Is it green? No, it's silver. About six okay. years old. Six years old. It's in great <laughs> you shape. Did it. Thank you. That was perfect. Okay. Um, but I think I, I always heard uh, what I, I, I don't, the reason I say I don't know the reason exactly, and I, I, I'm thinking back on this, I've heard a few different uh, reasons as to why they break the glass. I don't know that hmm. there is a definitive reason, um, but I think I think it's because you're supposed to like you should never be too happy. That was so always my understanding. <laughs> Even so, you get married. It's a, it's a it's a it's and a glass. it's not always a glass. A lot of the time, it's a light bulb. Uh, that's what I said. Light bulb because the glass is old school. That's yeah. Old Testament. And, and, but you you smash it and then you Mazeltov in the back, you know, and then you you get. But you're not. It's you never. You should never be too happy. They don't give you the sheet when you're on the chair, right? That's a different thing. The sheet is Catholic, I think. <gasps> okay. That gets me actually to my quiz, to tell you the truth. You know, I had a quiz. I told you I had a quiz for you. You told me that there would be a quiz. Okay, can I, can I do this really super fast? Sure. Or may I do this really fast? I don't know if I can do it super fast. <laughs> Let's see. I'll try. Okay. Remember what I said? I said to play along? Yes, I remember. Okay, but you can be honest. Okay, what's more culturally relevant? Uh, quantum mechanics, the work of Ben Franklin, or rock music? <clears throat> don't overthink it. Work of Ben Franklin. Okay, how much do you know about that? What's your favorite Franklin book? I haven't read uh, very many works by ben franklin but i did read his schedule uh, that okay. he keeps on how i uh, right, right, right. think you read on a whalebone yeah. now do you think that's you think that's more important than quantum mechanics for me in my life sure relevant relevant good point it's okay. it's not necessary to or beneficial for me to understand quantum mechanics but i think there's a lot to be learned from so you have more opinions about ben franklin than rock music no okay um so rock music who do you like better uh they might be giants game theory or led zeppelin uh, of those, only one of them would qualify as rock music, and that, game of course, theory. would be Led Zeppelin. Okay. You don't have a feeling about game theory? Game theory is the thing that was uh, developed by that, uh, the the dude. I think you're thinking of Prisoner's, the, Prisoner's the Dilemma. Dude. Prisoner's Dilemma, Italian prisoner. <laughs> game theory is what I was thinking of. Okay. All right. Well, I'll break the news to Flans. All right. Uh, and uh, you can pick from any of these. What's your favorite Led Zeppelin ones? I have one, three, four, or Presence. I'm, you want to go with Presence? I would say, well, yeah. three three seems to I connect more with three these days. Yes, I, I still do too. I, I was listening to uh, well a live version. I was listening to um, a live version of the immigrant song right when you called. So let's let's get right to that. What is the best song in Led Zeppelin three? Immigrant song, easily right. I mean, I there, so. it's all good. The folky stuff is good. You got the Tolkien and whatnot. Let's, uh, okay, so uh, what's the best part of that song? The vocals, the guitar, if the drum part or other. For me. It's a toss-up because usually I'm not as much as I like Led Zeppelin. I'm not that big of a Robert Plant fan. Oh, uh, interesting. You're a Jimmy Page fan. Oh, huge Jimmy Page fan. Yeah, uh, used to ride Zoso on my Converse sneakers. Um, <laughs> That's but weird. as far as so so normally I like the Jimmy Page riff. I will say that the barbaric yop in this song is bar none Robert Plant's best work. So I would I would actually say that. The lyrics and and uh, the the singing in that song is actually better. I think it's some of the best. I mean, Led Zeppelin. Like it's not like it, it isn't like they might be Giants quality lyrics, but it, it uh, as Led Zeppelin goes, I think it's some of their most like Led Zeppelin sounding Led Zeppelin lyrics. Oh, totally. 
That's it's a great way silly. to say like, it. Stairway to Heaven is great, but it's a, it gets a little silly. I mean, the bustle in the hedgerow, you know, and I know the song about his son, like, you, you know, Proud Ariane, One Word My Will to Sustain. Tell me a little more about that. <laughs> That's a sad song. Though. It's a very sad song. It is a That's, sad song. You know, the story, you stop making fun of it. All right. <laughs> so definitely Immigrant Song, your favorite part is... Uh, I, I like the vocals. I like the guitar riff. Now, is your favorite your favorite live version? Uh, Led Zeppelin BBC Sessions, How the West Was Won. Do you have a favorite? Hmm. No. Okay. No favorite. All right. Well, you should, the, the version of Heartbreaker, on just for what it's worth, on How the West Was Won, is probably the most asinine, the second most asinine guitar solo I've ever heard in my life. It really is like something from Spinal Tap. At one point, he's doing, <laughs> blah, 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 you know, his little, his little pull-offs that he does yeah, so well, sure. and it stops suddenly. And he goes into like, I don't like Bach. He goes into this. It's like eight minutes long. All nice. right. Okay, this is mostly what I need. So this is the lightning round, VI, VI or Emacs? Oh, VI, come on. Oh, okay. Don't insult or, me. Okay, Vista or OS X? Uh, OS X. <laughs> okay, Android or WebOS? Uh, ooh. Uh, I think Android or WebOS. Mm. Do you have another one? A web OS on the right platform. Okay. Would you have a preference other than those? iOS. Okay. We got that. Huh. Okay. Weird. Um, uh, would you rather eat a loaf of bread or a free-range ribeye? Free-range ribeye. Check. Okay. Um, if, you're, if you were Catholic, or if, if you are Catholic, I'm sorry, I don't want to overthink this. <laughs> right. Do you believe that transubstantiation literally changes uh, bread and wine into Jesus' literal body? Don't overthink it. Pass. Okay. Um, Niels Bohr, most important contribution, Copenhagen interpretation, liquid drop model, or the, the, uh, the Bohr uncertainty principle? I think the Bohr uncertainty principle is probably what he's better known for. Exactly. But, exactly. So I'll go with that. Here's the problem. Uh, Heisenberg. I Heisenberg. didn't know you were interested in the structure of the atom so much. Well, we're almost done. That, the problem is that Heisenberg uh, did the uncertainty principle. Um, and the uh, the other ones were Bohr, but I, I I would agree. It's just that I don't know anything about physics, so I would have said Bohr uncertainty principle too. Yeah, yeah. Now structure the of is, the atoms. So exact, it was a trick. It was a trick question. I mean, they're all trick questions. So I mean, is there really? And uh, this gets us to the point. I think around minute thirty-five. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, I, I think something like Ben Franklin or quantum physics is probably more important in the grand scheme of things and in the larger culture. But I know way more about rock music, and I care tons and tons more about rock music because it's more like culturally relevant to me. Does that make any sense? Sure. I mean, I, I could sit around and go like, yeah, it's quantum mechanics, you know, but like, I don't actually know anything about that. And there's so good, there's, there, there's some good books on it, which are like layman's terms stuff. I took a class. I, I read, I read like, uh, yeah, like, uh, Baker I, haven't, I haven't read any of them. I, I had, I had a class that was, that was the class where I was told that my writing sucks by a Hungarian man. And that's very, very, that feels very damning. All right, hold on. I just Googled this. Yeah. Uh, Bohr adapted Rutherford's nuclear structure to Max Planck's quantum theory and so obtained a model of atomic structure, which with later improvements, mainly as a result of Heisenberg's concepts, remains valid to this day. That's why you knew I would get Uh, that wrong. You knew I would get that wrong. And here's the other thing is I think based on reading the article. I've been played. Yeah, you got played. I, I'm guessing that a real now. Now, if you're a physics person, they're they're pissed right now, right? Like, <laughs> right. They're they're, they're like, I can't listen about. to these guys anymore. So the quote I pulled was, uh, "I'm going to guess just from reading the article, which I barely understood, that the Bohr model of the atom, the theory that electrons travel in discrete orbits around the atom's nucleus, sounds like, according to the Wikipedia, and you know, Wikipedia is never wrong. <laughs> of course, I think that's probably his. It's biggest. always right. Anyway, anyway, that's 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 mostly the end of the quiz. Um, 
I don't know if it illustrates anything except that we both like Led Zeppelin. Um, oh wait, we've got pictures uh, from Joel yeah. Hausman. I'm Joel sent, Hausman being sent to us on Twitter of him breaking the glass apparently at his wedding. Is that a physics problem? He's got it in a little. Uh, looks like there's a special little bag for it. With us, it's just the the ones I've been to, they usually just throw it along. Wrap a no, hanky you around. Put, you got a hanky. Do you think there's a store? I mean, you've been married. There's, I think it's a racket, right? I, mean, I, have, I have been married. Okay, and you get a hoopa. I mean, do you rent the hoopa or buy the hoopa? Hoopa. Sorry. <laughs> do you buy or rent that? I mean, do you keep it and pass it down like the sheet? I, I got the, the sheet up. is not. I don't think a Jewish thing. Can I ask you a question. Go ahead, call. If, if you thank you, uh, first time uh, Hebraic. If if you if you were, let's say. <laughs> Like a rabbi or studying to become a rabbi, wouldn't you be really pissed right now on so many levels? No. Okay. I think you would. Because I, I mean, I don't I'm, think I'm, so. being, I'm being lighthearted about something that's very serious. I'm deliberately making mistakes in something that I call a bit. Um, I'm, one day I'm going to go all Dan Benjamin and explain what, when the, what the bits are. But till then, you're just going to have to bite a bit. I think this gets us to something uh, that I, I am very interested in. Um, and here's the thing like the people listening to this. Uh, there are going to be people who think this is the dumbest thing they've ever heard, understandably, because there are some people who don't care about this topic of these cultural distinctions and, and what they do for us. Some people don't care about that. Uh, some people know, care about it, but don't, don't love the topic. Uh, some people won't like the way that I'm doing this, and a lot of people just think I'm kind of a dick. So there's so many levels to like how much you can care about even the meta topic that we're talking about. Um. And, and the topic I want to talk about is this thing, uh, the, a term I've used a million times. You ready? Go you ready? On. Yes, I'm ready. Freud, uh, the narcissism of minor differences or the narcissism of small differences. Now, there are probably people who get in an argument about whether it should be minor differences or small differences based on, based on the uh, translation, right? Mm-hmm. People will argue about anything. And, no, and they like, will no, not. Oh, God, I'm so angry. That was good. Oh, uh, see, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm back. You know what? Dan is back. Oh, One good night's nice. sleep. I'm ready to go, man. <laughs> Bulk bag. Bulk bag. Ooh, this feels good. Love bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that does the markdown stuff? Oh, the, uh... Brett. Brett. That's the one. That's the one. I told him uh, I'd I, make him a ringtone or something. Uh, my friend did. Uh, my friend, uh, JXPX3755-1138, uh, he made a ringstone, a ringtone of... Uh, of ring, ring, ringtone that's downloadable that's for him? A ringstone that is a best in the <laughs> No, ring... <laughs> it's an elfin. It's an elfin thing. If you translate it wrong, boy, people will be mad. That's in the Cimmerillion. Hoppa. Ah, there it goes, Syracuse. Uh, you, know, you know, and the thing is, uh, I, I see this, my friends, they get so angry when, I, when, we, when we fake talk about something, understandably, because, and, and the point I'm trying to make somewhere in this is that this is actually something that uh, I'm crazy interested in. And so, so the, the narcissism of small differences, this is something in uh, this book. Uh, civilization and its discontents. And you can go read the Wikipedia article. We don't need to dwell on precisely what it means because I'm not smart. I haven't read this book since college. But, um, but he uses it a way, as a way uh, to explain the way that the more culturally specific something becomes, the, the deeper our differences. Or put differently, the more we're actually kind of like other people, the more we look for differences that feel um, very important. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, I think the, uh, that's interesting to me on so many levels. And it, certainly it goes back to a lot of stuff we've talked about, right? Like having to work with other people. 
Um, I think one of the keywords for our show is communication. We should probably change that. But um, <laughs> you, you feel free to disagree, right? But uh, I don't know. I, I don't have I don't have a, a, a big through line for this, except that uh, you know I had a tweet today that I'm people are I'm sure kind of mad about you know about reacting to uh, like who's a fanboy and who's somebody who calls somebody a fanboy, and like I, I saw that and I, I actually agreed with what Jim Dalrymple said, kind of. But it's funny because like if I asked my sister-in-law about that, like it would, you know, it would be all, you know, may I mumbo dog face to the man patch. She's like, I don't understand. I don't like, well, fanboy, what does that even mean? Cause yeah. it's not culturally relevant to her. She's got an iPad. Ugh. She's got an iPad with the screen brightness all the way up. This is, I hate my hand to God. I love her, but she, except for throwing out my glasses, she has turned the screen brightness all the way up. And I'm pretty sure, get ready, Syracuse. I'm pretty sure she has said it to never sleep. Because I come back, I go from the, the table to like get something from the kitchen, and it's still on. Mm. And the the the, the thing, the, the screen protector. Like I sit there in like a clean room, you know, with like to put my screen protector on. Hers looks like a piece of contact paper, like for your shelves. It's like it's like the entire thing is totally wrinkly. Every time I look at it, I go completely apple guy, and I'm like, how could you do this to this thing? Right? Is this compli- I think this is really ridiculously complicated because on, on some levels, like, yeah, I'm a total Apple fanboy. I'm also a total anti-Apple fanboy. It depends on which side I want to play. But I know that when I see my sister-in-law's iPad, I want to take it and adopt it and like fix it for her. And I want to like do all the stuff to it that would make it the way me and my friends would want to use it. I want to give her a better screen protector. Mm-hmm. I want to help her dim her brightness just the tiniest bit to get a crap ton more life out of it. I've had arguments about this. Like when I meet, I always make, make fun of Adam. Like when Adam and I go out to dinner, he turns on his iPhone and it looks like he's got a key light on his face. He keeps his <laughs> iPhone all the way bright. Yeah. And I take photos of him. He's fully illuminated like in a dark room. Like he's sitting there eating some crab and it's, you can see his whole face, every hair of the beard. And there's a lot of them. <laughs> how stupid is that, Dan? Like I care about how bright somebody's iPhone is. Yeah, why, does it, why do you care? Right. Why do you oh, care? I, actually, can I ask you one more? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Did Cole. you mention you liked Android better than WebOS? Uh, no, no like, I said I said WebOS on the right hardware. Okay. Do you, are you you're running Android now? You've run it before. Yeah, I used. Uh, I had a between the time that I got so fed up with AT and T that I quit AT and T oh. before <laughs> Verizon uh, had the iPhone. There was a a dark time period where I used both WebOS. And uh, and Android. Oh, that must have been so weird. That's like trying to write like right and left handed. Like y- you could be really good at one, but trying to do both. Or like you ever gone through that phase where you're jumping between like a Mac and a Windows machine? You have to. Like when I was doing Cold yeah. Fusion, I had to do that on Windows. Worst. Well, and you know what the worst part was? It, I didn't even mind it. I was using whatever that was, then XP or whatever. I don't even know if it was XP. Yeah. But I uh, I didn't mind it. It's just that my hands were totally screwy because I got you know what is it Control versus Splat, like I kept getting that wrong and mm. it drove me insane. Mm. That control, what is it? Option, option, right? Yeah. You can Alt. remap that, but you can't remap it in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. Like my finger just kept hitting the wrong thing. And That's I was, but then, of course, I went back to my Mac and I was just as confused. Right now, if I went between Emacs and VI, that would probably also be really confusing. If I jump between Sublime Text and TextMate 2 and Vico and Vim, that would also be very confusing too. But you know, uh, which command line text editor? Is there any more giant battle than which command line text editor you use? So it's available. It's a big battle. Right. And again, let's talk to my sister-in-law about that. You know? Mm-hmm. It, uh, the, the point I want to make in all of this, if there is a point, and I'll open this up to more normal discussion in a second, but I, I, I'm, I find myself, when I catch myself, uh, 
in these in these cultures, I, I always kind of laugh at myself because it, it, you start to really you start to really think about uh, what I've called this the greater nerd theory. Mm-hmm. Like there's always a greater nerd, you know, like the greater fool in, in investment. There's always somebody like if you can find somebody who'll buy your crappy stock, like you're okay. And God bless that person if they can find somebody who will buy the even crappier stock now. Mm. There's always a greater fool. And I think there's always a greater nerd. And there's always somebody who's a bigger nerd than you because they know more or care more about that cultural context. They've learned more about it. They get deeper and deeper and deeper into it. So like I can sit, I don't, I don't understand or exactly care about all of the same things as John Syracuse or Marco. But like Marco on coffee, is he good to just like roll into the best Western and get whatever's in the pot? No way. That's a blog. That's five blog posts right oh. there. He might do a screencast on that. Maybe. Yeah. What's your favorite fish uh, live show? The well, answer I is, no, I no. The correct answer is I don't care. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have any knowledge Because you don't about care fish. about fish as much as Marco does. So all. the thrust of this, here's the part where I think this gets interesting in my brain, is that it's, the, uh, first of all, it's like step zero. I think this, think about when you're a teenager and think about how important it becomes to distinguish yourself from other people, you know, especially when you're at that point where you haven't figured out what you like quite as much as what you hate. And you start really defining, this is, I understand this is going to land in a place that's not criticism, I hope, because I do this too. Like, I'm a nerd, there's stuff I care about, but like, you start, I think you start out, like when you're in school with other kids in the suburbs, like, how really different are you from everybody else in the suburbs? Maybe super different. But like most of you, does anybody have a nine bedroom house and some people have a zero bedroom house? You know, are, yeah. are, are some, are, you know what I mean? Is somebody there uh, refusing? I mean, do they want to do English and math class? I mean, there's stuff you've got to do where, you know, you have to start finding these increasingly finer distinctions. And I think that comes out of expertise or sometimes the lack of expertise. Like if you really, really, really know about C, like you're going to get into discussions with people. If you're really into Emacs, you're going to get super, super into those distinctions. I mean, I loved the last hypercritical. Was that the Star Wars one? Star Wars is not a blog post? Yes, I think that was, was the last one. It was so good, but I caught myself. I caught myself going, oh my God, why am I listening to this and why do I love it so much? <laughs> because really, I mean, I agree with him. I mean, I agree with him mostly. <laughs> I don't know if I think it's quite as culturally important as he does, but I think he makes a case for it. But like, you know, he cares a lot about that. Like some people, they go, I like Star Wars. Other people will go like, I like Star Wars so much that I hate that that ship is a little pink. Now somebody out there is going to say it's not actually pink. It's right. And so on. And now me, like I consider myself like kind of like a, uh, like a second level Star Wars nerd. Like I can't do good spells and I have to rest a lot. Right. Because you're basically a cleric. Nobody really hates you. Exactly. So you got that joke. That's sad. Because you know what that in that cultural context you understand a D and D joke. Yeah, but and then but then I go like I like this version because Chewie gets a medal, and people are going to say Chewie shouldn't get a medal, even though that looks better. Even though you've cut the rats out of most Eisley, like Chewie shouldn't get a medal because that's not how that should work. Right. Anyway, I think the two axes on this maybe. Oh, I never got to my question. So, do you like perfect uninstaller or file expert? Do you have a preference for uninstalling on Android? Do you have a preference? Oh God! I don't even remember how I did that. Or, or other. Yeah. This was a long time ago. I have you ever other, seen? You ever seen no. Have you seen discussions on this kind of stuff, Dan? Not on that topic, but yeah. Do you think any? How many people in the chat room right now of the five people that are still listening? How many of them have an extremely strong opinion about the best Android on installer? Uh, just a few. Yeah, but do they care a lot? A lot. I bet they care a lot. A lot. Yeah, they they care with great passion. Do people love it when we talk about text editors? 
I would say yes. Some people do some and some people, people hate it. Because some people know as much as they need to know or they know they don't need to know it or they don't care as much as we do. And so I think that's where this stuff ultimately gets interesting. And so what did I write down that is smart? And then I'll shut up. We should do a sponsor. But I, I think, so when you talk about the narcissism of minor differences or small differences, I mean, he's using it in the context of, uh, if memory serves, it's like two villages that are right next to each other that are, to, to you and I, we would look at these two villages and go, okay, it's like Whoville. Like you guys, every house is exactly the same. Like you guys really are so much the same, which is incredibly culturally insensitive if you live in village two. And you go, oh my gosh, we're so not like those bastards in Village One. Because they're looking for these cultural distinctions. And so here's the interesting part to me is that it's not that these differences don't exist or that they're not important, but that these distinctions are lost on a lot of us because we're so deep inside of our own culture or subculture that we don't see how irrelevant it can be to other people or we don't, we don't always see like how important in the grand scheme of things it might actually be. So it's not that they don't exist or that they're not important. It's just that the finer the distinction gets the more culturally specific it becomes. And I, and I think that maybe in the next part we could talk about examples of what that, because in the workplace, right? Or in a team. Or like the first week you go into an office and you have to learn the office culture and it seems so foreign because people care so intensely about yeah. what you do the birthday party on the first Monday. And you're like, really? Like this is a conversation you've had more than once? And then somebody's like, no, no, don't, 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 please. It's like VI and Emacs here. Like don't talk about birthday parties. Right, so I, I don't know. To me, that's interesting. I, I like I like all those bands. Like I said, these are all these are all trick questions. But only I think only an idiot who doesn't know about stuff I know about would say quantum mechanics is more important than Led Zeppelin. But I mean, what what position do we speak from on that? Except what we've heard from other people. Whereas I've heard immigrant songs so many times that I can tell you which version of it live I like best. And I did I did searches on almost all of these things. Some of them I didn't need to. Right. Like, like I knew you would pick iOS, right? But like, that was the wrong question to ask because it wasn't culturally specific enough to what you do. Well, the preference is, can I have a third option? If I ask, if I ask that of my uh, sister-in-law, she'd say, which one am I using? And yeah. she'd say, I'd say iOS. And she'd go, I, well, okay, great. Like, do you want to ask me about the cushions in my couch too? Are you insane? Like, <laughs> I like it because I can sit on it. And when we, oh, but couch, if you're a couch <laughs> aficionado, oh my God, you don't have a couch podcast. No. Anyway, I want to talk about I want to talk about that and uh, however you want to talk about it if you think it's interesting if you don't hate me, um, you know because uh, I think it takes us to interesting places. Do you have Do you have an initial thought on this, Dan? I like where you're going with this. It's kind of interesting. I really screwed up. I really really screwed up. Which part? Um, not doing not doing a sponsor for the whole time or <sighs> that's part C. Part B is I can't do math. And uh, part one is I accidentally set the dorm fridge in my room to, to accidentally freeze all of my food. I thought it should be a little bit colder, but there's not fineness. This should be a Marco right here. Marco could cover this, right? There's not all, enough granularity in the thing. And I froze, mm -hmm. my, I froze my chow mein. And that's why I was a little late because uh, I had to heat frozen chow mein. So that's really it. I make a lot of bad decisions, Dan, is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, you know what? We should sponsor. I just think I think there's something to this that if you are if we're all really honest with ourselves, this starts getting toward the interesting questions part. I think this gets towards so many interesting questions. And if you think it's not interesting, you're either not thinking hard enough or you don't realize how giant of a nerd you are. Right? Like if you knew there was somebody who got a newsletter about couch cushions, you would go, Oh my God, you are high. Right? You would go, How can you care that much about this thing? 
Whereas you sit there and go like, whether you like VI or Emacs, like I got to tell you guys, it's only because you're a nerd on the internet that that seems to matter because <laughs> it's culturally relevant to you and you care, you know about it and you care about it. <sighs> hey, I got to tell you, Dan, this <laughs> is called a Segway. Did you ever study Segways? The, um, Scooter? Scooter thing. Now, now was that Steve Jobs that said this is going to change the way we build cities? Wasn't that him? Oh, I don't think so. I, I remember, remember when, so the denim guy invented all these things, right? Denim guy invented the wheelchair that turns into a transformer. Uh, he invented all these different things that are basically wheeled things that are cool. And before he announced what the Segway was, do you remember this? All the buzz around the Segway? It was Ginger something, wasn't it called that? Ginger? I think you think of the far side. <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of buzz because people didn't know what to expect, and it was this big secret. And right, and I, I'm pretty sure we should we should I don't know where you Google something like this, but I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs said, "This is I've seen this, and it will change the way we build cities." And that might be a misquote. Somebody cares. Somebody cares. You know what? Waz doesn't Waz like carry him around in his car? So he, I heard Waz has a second car in case he encounters someone. Like he's in he's in car prime. And then in Car Sub 2 or Truck Sub 2, he actually has somebody follow him around with Segways in case somebody wants to play Segway Polo. <laughs> Can we Google that for the notes? Yeah, we'll Google it. I'll tell you what I care about. I got to tell you, Dan. I got to tell you. I'm excited about... Uh, uh, this is very important and people should listen to this. The, uh, the Smile Software. Oh, I love those guys. I love them too. Um, uh, they, you know, do a, you know what they sent? Hmm. They, said, I, they sent me some mugs. What, like faces? Yeah, Smile mugs. Oh, does it have a face on it? Yeah, that's a that's a pun. That's really cool. I got a got a few of them. I'm not. I have to. I would. You know, we're all about truth and honesty on this show. I, w- I would like to say I was drinking coffee not true. That's not out of out of one now, but I'm not. Because Marco told you to use uh, jewels inside, or not use jewels, right? He's anti jewel. Marco's goal is to diminish everybody else's enjoyment. Of I tried coffee. flip. I tried flipping the AeroPress, and it was a disaster on every level. I didn't. I don't, who wants to do that? The seal broke. <laughs> I used the wrong like thickness of coffee. Oh, that's I like that AeroPress though. It's a neat neat toy. You know what I you know what I like even more than the AeroPress, I gotta tell you, Dan Benjamin. Uh, the text expander. Um I talked to Gene about this. They've added a few things lately, and there's something in there I didn't know about that I wanted to uh, tell people about. Because I think this is actually super cool. So so uh tell people what text expander is, Dan. Text expander is uh imagine if you had a million things that you type frequently, literally, and that you did not want to type them because they were the same every time, like, for example, uh, a signature in your email or that little funny arrow symbol that you always want to use whenever you're writing HTML or uh, maybe even inserting uh, an image or your signature or a logo. Yeah, I don't or, use that, but I think for some people, I'm sorry. I does, it does all of these things. It can the insert image the thing date. Is giant. The image thing is giant. Like there are some How can people, you not use the image thing? There's some people who are cretins that, that have a giant HTML signature, like with their actual signature. I would never use that, but that saves those people hours a day. A lot of it is chipped off of my life, which is fine, but that's amazingly cool, right? And, or the fact in my case, I've got uh, L-L-O-R-E-M which sounds like a band. But if I type L-L-O-R-E-M, I don't think I've mentioned this one. It drops in exactly uh, uh, 500 characters. Is that right? No, I'm sorry. 500 words of uh, Lorem Ipsum. Nice. (laughs) So much I'd have to see. No, but that way, if I have to write an article that's 600 uh, words, let me see what it is. I don't even remember what it is. I have to go look. This is about saving keystrokes. That's what it's all about. 
It's about it's 100, saving 100 words and 600 characters is what it is. I made it so that it rounded out. So if I have to type what I know to be a 600-word article, I, I type L-O-O-R-E-M, and then I copy and paste that like four times, or I could type that five times. And if I was using VI, I think there's a yank for that. <clears throat> uh, but that way, I can see what that looks like. So here's the cool part. Can I tell you about this new thing? Yeah. This is new to me. Well, first of all, you know that you can, you can sync your, uh, your text expander over the Dropbox. Indeed. Okay, and you, that works with your iOS device, right? It's just super cool. And did you know, you probably know this, that you can um, grab snippet groups by URL? No, wait, is this going to be like where you intentionally trick me and I say, yeah, you can do that, and then you, you say, no, you can't do that? Sorry, the correct answer is Moby Dick. We were <laughs> looking for Moby Dick. I did not know that you could do that. Can you remind me in the AD to play you part of this guitar solo, what I consider the second most... Asinine guitar solo after Too Much by Elvis Presley. Literally the worst guitar solo in the history of forever. So you know about the URLs. Now here's, here's what's great about this. So somebody out there, uh, Brett Terpstra style, comes Terpstra. up with an... <laughs> There's a good... Yep, that's the one. And uh, so you can pull link to this URL from inside your text expander and pull in uh, all of those uh, snippets. So people like, uh, I want to say Dr. Dre, like Dr. Drang. Terpstra. <laughs> <laughs> You know who loves his blunts is Dr. Drang. Is that Jiggy with it? That's Will Smith, right? He's the one from the TV show? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm thinking of Will Arnett. He rides a Segway. Um, and so that's awesome. But here's the thing I didn't know, and we'll be quick about this. Not really. Uh, you, know, you know you can like share these with a team? So like imagine you're in one of those jobs you know we like or don't like, but imagine you're in a job where like it would be super handy in the same way that you would have... Like, well, not in the same way, but in a, see, people are going to be mad. In the same way, you might have a code library or something that where you reuse your classes and your controllers and whatnot. Like, think about this. Think about like even something with three, four, five snippets in it. The office building, the name, right, right, like the address. Like, mm -hmm. if I hit my POB, my POB, it drops in my my name and the correct USPS exact address for my post office box. I never have to type that again. Like, how cool would that be for your office? You get so sick of typing that in over and over. Say, you're, uh, say you, have, uh, you, you still haven't hired that IT guy who ruins everything by putting the big fake legal thing at the bottom. You could add your own fake legal thing and then share that with your team. And so anyway, there's, they've just added this into the help area in their text expander uh, help section. You can look this up. But it's super cool because basically, and you can even do it so that one person has sort of right, right privileges and others don't. Or like say you're on a little scrappy team and like four of you could all have the rights inside of a shared Dropbox folder um, to change all of those. I think that's super cool. And I, I really wish I'd had that in a lot of my jobs in the past. So it's neat. I mean, I think it's kind of cool because it's not like Git or anything or GitHub or anything exactly, but you could share your cool snippets with people. Like again, people like Dr. Drang have these .text expander files where you can go and, and slurp up or Brett Terpstra also. You can go and suck up Terpster. their awesome. <laughs> so anyway... Ah, uh, sorry. I love Text Expander. I so swear by it. And you know what's funny is like, even though there are some things that I've added in iOS at like the system level, there's a few things that I want to be able to use in different places. It is so not replaced Text Expander in the slightest because I like it's sort of like having your dot profile or whatever. I like having my same Text Expander like everywhere that I can put it. So here's the here's the important thing you need to listen to. You know you need this. Don't be a dork. Go out and get this. So there are other ways to do this. <laughs> See, I knew. Alias equals sure. You could, there are other ways to do this. Pearl guy <laughs> up against the Larry wall. Uh, but here's the thing. That guy's very quotable. You know how quotable that guy is? Larry wall. Very quotable. He invented uh, rails. Yeah, that's right. 
Here's the thing. Dan, do you, Dan, do you know about The Last Chance? Do you know this is The Last Chance? This is The Last Chance. Uh, it's literally, we, literally The Last Chance for you to get... As we start to close out 2011. Yeah. Now, do you go chance. fiscal or calendar? What do you prefer? Well, fiscal is variable. It depends. Everybody can have a different fiscal year. Your There's, fiscal uh, year could start in June if you wanted tr- it to. Trick question. The correct answer was Julian. Julian. Here's the thing. Go to smallsoftware.com slash B2W and you will get 20%, literally 20% off of any of their uh, wonderful products, including the truly awesome PDF Pen Pro, which is, it's one of those things like you don't realize you need it until you need it and then you so need it. And like, I'm really glad to have that on my box. I use the pro version of that constantly. Paid for it with my own money. Boom. Uh, so go to uh, smallsoftware.com slash B2W and you will get uh, 20%, literally 20% off of any of their wonderful products uh, to, through the end of the month of uh, 12. And pro- yeah, 12. Yeah. Promo code. Promo code. You like promo code. I love that term. Promo code is mm-hmm. uh, last chance one word. <laughs> no, it's just last chance, no spaces. No, it's just last chance. Last chance. So anyway, you go there and uh, like, for example, what's their thing here? Oh, look at that. You, you go from, uh, that's a handsome discount. That's a handsome discount. Now, do you, you own all these, right? Uh, I think I own them all, yeah. Already. I think this, the, you know what? I might have bought Disc Label. I have to go like search Gmail to find out what I own. It's really, it's really disconcerting. Disc label to me seems like the, 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 the one product that they have that is, is a little bit of a tougher sell for me in 2011 because it's all, it's, you know, things are moving more to digital. So maybe we should have focused more on, on the disc label because the text expander is kind of like a no brainer. Well, well, remind me to come back to a denim guy in the segue, because that's a good segue into coming back to this when we come back is that, but for somebody that's such the solution to the problem. It's so funny when I go out and Google for these, like an app to fix a problem, you go and there's like these certain apps where you're like, yes, of course I will pay that. Like fixing iTunes duplicates. Like I'll buy, I bought so many of those. Because really? I, I need that fixed. Or like, again, I need to get my songs off of this iPod. You know, I think I've rebought Buzz Anderson's app like six times. But, uh, but that's the beauty of these. I mean, this is the practicality of true actual productivity software rather than stuff that just helps you noodle around. Is this the stuff you set it and forget it? It's going to be everywhere. It's really cool. Though. I've said enough. Smallsoftware.com slash BTW. Do you have anything to add? Thank you very much uh, to Small Software for supporting Back to Work and 5 by 5 Other way around. Five, five by five, five back to work. Five by five. Okay. Because that way you well, leave them with back to work. You're going to fix that in post? Yes. Our thanks to Smile Software. <laughs> Smile Software. All right, supporting. That's funny because I just did a Letterman related voice, and that your new voice, thank you, Smile, um, reminds me of another Letterman voice. Okay. My, 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 my new voice, the one I'm doing right now. You talked about this with Grooves, which is another great episode. What was that called? Half, uh, half witted? What was it called? Half lit? Half lit. Fully lit? Pre-lit. The last episode of the talk show is called Prelit. Prelit. And it's not just talk show, it's the talk show. Uh, I said the talk show, but... He gets mad about that, right? Yeah, it's, he gets all bent out of shame. Oh my God, he's like patient zero for this stuff. <sighs> is there anybody who cares more about this kind of stuff than Gruber? He cares about the definite article. Excuse me, he cares about definite article. <laughs> now see, that's funny, like five people. Let's start over. I think this stuff is relevant to this show because I care about it. And I think you should care about it because uh, what was that epi we did a few back that ended up being good? <laughs> it was one of them. Really? Yeah. Hey, how much do you love that these people are doing? That this one dude is doing art for all your shows. How awesome is that? Did you see that I integrated it into the CMS? And I, 
Did you do that programmatically? Programmatically? Yeah. So it keys off like a like a keyword on the Tumblr? No, uh, you just paste the URL and the CMS goes out, grabs the image, scales it, and saves it on our so assets brilliant. server. And you changed around the pages again, which I, again, it gets better and better. Well, better. people were complaining. And... Really? The, the, wait a minute, let me understand this. They liked the previous version of something better? No, they were complaining about the way it was. Oh, I'll ask my sister-in-law which one she likes. Okay. Um, I return null, episode 43, asking oh questions in order you to find better questions. You used to have so much questions. affection for me. It was, it was indelible. It was in the air. It was, it was I think airborne. you mean inevitable. What did I talk about? Oh, yeah, 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 39, source of rice with velocity. Um, remember that one where we talked about the Italian disco people and, like, everybody's got their reasons? <laughs> yeah. You probably don't remember that. I do. But, um, but I think that this is... Or wait, was that a trick question where you asked me something about one episode and then, in fact, it was on another episode? Nope. Sorry. The answer we were looking for was Chigger Bites on the Bus Driver. Ah, it's one of the best. Chigger Bites on the Bus Driver. That's the ones when everybody says the show was inspiring. Was that episode seven? I don't remember. Seven I is remember the one. I Vocational to Wheel. Vocational Wheel. That's the one we get the emails about. Huh. A lot of Chigger people like is the, number five. You know, we need, we need a highlights reel. Oh, you know, you got that we one do. episode of the Groove Show when he was in a, uh, at the Webstock. It's so awesome. Uh, I don't listen to not familiar with his work. I think it goes to the same point as the uh, source of rice with velocity issue. Um, and, and that everybody, you know, and I was trying to, you, you would not capitulate to my thing that, that you might potentially do things that you think you're good at that other people don't think you're good at, which you're good at, not capitulating. Um, but I think this gets to some of our hangups uh, with team stuff and, and with, with cultural stuff. I did that talk at Deconstruct. It's not probably not the best talk I ever did. I liked it, but um, what did I call it? It was, I don't forget what it was called, but it was about, it was about like nerd culture and how sometimes, and, and I, let me just clarify, idiots, that I consider myself a nerd too. There's nothing I'm saying here that's not relevant to me. That's, to me, that, that's the funny part of some of this is the greater nerd problem is, you're, is people are thinking like, oh, just because you're pointing this out, like you're criticizing me. I'm not criticizing you unless you disagree, but I, 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 think, I think that this is the elephant in the room in nerd culture, right? It, is that there's, is you, you, you want to be the person who cares the appropriate amount about something. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yes. Like you want to care, I want to care enough about Star Wars to be able to enjoy it and kind of, oh, if there's a better version of this, but I don't care enough to like buy Starlog or whatever. I don't care enough to like go join a forum about this. You know, this is, uh, there's that, what do they call it? Rule 37 or whatever. You know, there's porn of it. Or whatever. I'm sorry, I probably misquoted that. Mm. But uh, there's probably a forum about it too. Like whatever the thing is that you like to have intercourse with or program with, like there's probably a forum somewhere about it. And, oh, and you know, that, to finish that other point, I did Google like almost all of these before we started. And um, I mean, there's not that many people who actually say Led Zeppelin 3 sucks. Like if they've heard it, it's probably one of their three or four favorite Led Zeppelin records, right? Everybody says four. Right, you and I could get an argument about three versus four, or Rubber Soul versus Revolver. I think you and Group said Sergeant Pepper is your favorite. Sergeant Pepper is one of my least favorite Beatles records, but I really like Rubber Soul and Revolver. Now, some people, in a in a kind of like uh, gregarious, uh, generative, fun way, could argue about that all day, and, and you know, and, and that's part of the fun of being a fan. Like you could, I guess, the people who watch that Buffy program, like everything they watch on um, what's it called, The Inconsolables. What's the show? Uh, the other show, Jay is on The Incomparable. There's some of their episodes I just, I listen to and I'm like, I don't understand anything that they're talking about when they talk about their vampire sex shows or whatever. <laughs> but then when they do the Pixar episode, I'm wrapped. Right. Because again, that's relevant to me and I care. 
Um, I'm not sure what my point was. But uh, I think it's the elephant in the room in nerd culture is, is that you want to care enough about the thing. And, and I think sometimes it is for a certain kind of status, but you also want to keep up enough that you may not even consider yourself a nerd about it, but you want your attention about a topic to correlate with your care and interest in that topic. Mm. And, and the point we tried to make in that previous epi was that that certainly, let's be honest, it does not make you a nerd to <laughs> admit that your obsessions are not going to match up with everybody else's. And I, but I think being aware of that makes stuff so much better, like especially in the workplace and on teams. And it makes you seem like less of a complete sociopath. Over. It's oh, interesting. What do you like? Are you that guy about anything? You aren't really that guy about many things. Oh, the paleo. You're kind of that guy about paleo, right? I don't think so. Then why don't you do the primal? I do. You do them both. Yeah. Hmm. It's all good. You're impenetrable. You're like Trump loyal. He played for the Knicks, I think. I'm not gonna, you know, I don't. I'm making my business to correct people. Sports. Now you you care about uh, the baseball and the football. Mm, both. Yeah, but. Uh, how about ice skating? Different reasons, no. Ice skating? Mm-mm. You catalog? You go to bars to watch it? No. Would that seem weird? No. No, you're, you can understand. Like I have been was, to bars to watch it, but I don't anymore. Ice skating? No. You would watch ice skating no. in a bar? No. Does Foot, that seem kind of weird? Football. Right. I think some people would say that going to watch ice skating in a bar is weird, but going to watch football in a, in a bar is completely normal to people. I mean, darts, okay, in England. You ever seen Darts. Yes, I've, I've seen and even attempted to play darts. Have you seen it televised darts? I have not seen darts televised, no. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is something people watch in England. I've seen it on American TV. In, like, oh, in England, yeah. Who knows what they... Do they even have TVs in England? You have to pay a, uh, what's called, license fee. And the queen has to come out and hits it with a sword. And uh, then you call it Sir TV. It's a surcharge. Okay, sir. I got nothing. The... um. Anyway, I, I, you know, I don't have a point, Dan. I don't have a point except to say I think this is fascinating. I, and I think noticing these differences does not diminish our enjoyment of these topics. And having a sense of humor about how much we are ultimately kind of more the same than different does not diminish how much you care about the importance of iOS vis-a-vis uh, the mobile space. I really, I really believe that. I think having a sense of some distance from how, how deep you are inside baseball with this stuff. You know, like for me, it was always being like weblog guy. Like I read back in the day when I was doing a blog every day and I was so super familiar with the exact personalities of like all the bloggers. You know what I mean? And I read, when I first got into RSS, I just read some blogs every day. Those are the days though. Oh, those were classic days. It was a a period in like what, 2002 to 2005 or so. It was before people ruined them for money. And, uh, And you would just have a site that was cool and pretty. But... It's funny because, like, I remember even back then, uh, first kind of I, somebody wrote about this. Maybe somebody smart, maybe like Paul Ford or somebody. I forget who, but somebody wrote this piece about like there's so much that like everybody kind of agrees about in the as they say blogosphere. But you go outside of that group, and it just seems like totally monkey balls. That like nobody nobody cares nearly as much about the. I'm not even talking like the P- Pippa or whatever stuff or the Occupy stuff, you know, the, or the Mimi stuff. Right, like the the the, the funny cat pictures or stuff. I, yeah. I'm talking about like there are certain kinds of things that uh, creative common stuff. The Eldred is it right? You know the Larry Lessig thing. Yeah, like, I, care, I cared intensely about that, and I was bummed when it turned out the way it did. But but I don't think that's something that the people who watch NBC Nightly News care about. 
I don't think they see that as hugely relevant. They they may hear about it and go, okay, I I guess that's sad that copyright's been extended again and we can't stop it, right? Like I tried to find a copy of Civilization and its discontents online today. I've got a, I've got a hard copy here from my wife's uh, library, but like this book came out originally in in a long time ago. I want to say the 30s, but it's not available. You have to go buy it. It's not on the iBook store either. I got to talk to Scoots about that, but it's not on the <laughs> iTunes store uh, or the iBook store. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't have a point. I feel like I ran into this a lot though. And I talked about, and actually in the Chicken Bites episode, I talked about the whole, like they got a nicer chair than me thing. I think that's what happens. I think you get so deep inside of this that you lose, lose track of the extent to which you have become super culturally specific and, and then intentionally or unintentionally look for the small differences in all of us. And I guess if there's any point to all of this, it's that when you focus on all, focus on that, it's not even bad that you're focusing on that. Like if you're at Comic-Con or something, I think it's called, like if, if you're, you have very like you have very specific comics that you're going to follow. At this point, there's others you're shedding, right? Yeah. But you're like, how many Richie Rich do you own? None. Not relevant. Irrelevant. Am I selling past the close? To me. Okay. Maybe not to the uh, the audience. The jackals. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The blog world was funny though, because I'm trying to think of a good example. But there would be stuff that came up. You know, and everybody would get, this is one reason Twitter drives me batty sometimes, is yeah. everybody gets so worked up about a thing, and then it goes away. Do you still have your thing set to Tehran? You said you got your location set to Tehran? I never set it to that. I don't know if I follow well, that. That'll get them. That'll help some people. I you still, you should still do that. Well, did they get all that fixed? Is that all done? Is everybody on Tehran now? I think so. Oh, that problem still exists? I think it might. Well, then why would you put your real city on there? Don't you need to go fix No. I never changed it, dude. Macrame. Macrame. You care, everybody cares about it intensely for a while, and then it becomes this explosive thing that everybody has to be concerned about because there's this cultural imperative to have opinion about it. This is what I was talking about in that thing I wrote called Better, in some ways. Oh, that's that, a good post. You, thanks. You get really swept along, though, and I am guilty of this, jackals. I'm not saying I'm not, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't pay to be aware of that. Do you like, type in Merlin Mann in Google, one of the first suggestions is better. Really? Yeah. I'm going to link huh. this in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I, I'm not great at it every day. But for me, that's politics. Like, I could give a fig about politics or sports. I don't know how I'm friends with Gruber. It's really weird. It is weird. And so, I mean, I, I love Android um, just because it syncs so well with my XP box. Um, <laughs> but, like, the sports thing drives me crazy, right? And, like, I had that exchange with, uh, who was it? Somebody I really like. Um, oh, God, who was it? Somebody I really like on Twitter. Oh, uh, the Kotki. And it wasn't, I don't think this was directed at me or unless it was directed at me, but he said something like, I don't understand why people who don't like sports have to make such a big deal about it. I saw that too. And I was like, I totally understand. I can't believe how many, how many articles and TV shows there are about hating sports. It's like, it's almost everywhere and hard to avoid. But if you like sports, you don't see it that way. If you're me and you want to sit in the goddamn United lounge and, and just type and catch up and like do stuff. It, deafening, a deafening din of news about politics and sports. And there's no escaping. You go to the quiet room, all the phone guy's in there, right? <sighs> Selling past the clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what you do. Yeah. I mean, it's your oh. show. You can do whatever you want. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Did I ever tell you my secret to a happy marriage? I think I did. Mm. I told you this. In, I told you this a long time ago. I'm going to repeat it. I don't remember it. Oh. Uh, well, you don't listen to the show as much as I do. I don't actually ever, ever. That's healthy. 
Huh. Roderick listened to an episode of this show. Really? Mm-hmm. So one zero, one one nil, as they say in darts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is, that, is that darts? That, I don't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be one Z? Oh, so I think that's in, uh, in Canada. They spell with a U. Or is that mm-hmm. Montreal? Which one's the Expos? The Expos are from, uh, from LA. And are the Jazz still from Utah? <laughs> okay, listen. Like, like the Knicks. Yeah. Don't the Knicks kind of need to be in New York? Right? Like Lakers. Okay, I get it. It's not what it was, what was originally. Wisconsin, right? Isn't like the land of a thousand lakes? Not really a basketball guy. Yeah, but you get their name because of the regional thing. Like the Cincinnati Reds, the Red Stockings or whatever, that, that'll travel well to most places. But really, the Utah Jazz? <laughs> when it was the New Orleans Jazz, like that makes sense. Yeah. I don't you know, really, you know really who I love is the North Dakota Celtics. Because <laughs> they got so many. The Irish, the Irish love uh, Hill Country. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Are we talking about Squarespace? Do we have to, is this, this is Squarespace, right? You can't say enough about Squarespace. Oh, I talked to Ryan today. Oh, you know, he's, he's, he's starting to walk now. He's wearing big boy shoes. <laughs> hey, seriously, he's like three, right? He's, he's of age. How's he doing? Is he good? Oh, he's, he's real good. There's two things I love about Ryan, apart from his hair and everything else, is that, uh, Handsome. Is that he thinks I talk too fast, and second, he tells me so. Oh, like when you're delivering the spot, you mean? Or just in you, general? You, you, no, I, I don't know. I, I, mostly just in general, I guess. But you, you've talked to him on the phone, right? Oh, yeah. Super nice guy. But he's, uh, this is the reason I think you wear skateboard shoes, is he th- says things like this. Um, I didn't understand a lot of what you just said because you talk really fast. <laughs> oh, I was like, Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Can you show those errands yet? So you like the Squarespace? I love it. I am actually in the process of moving pretty much all of my non five by five sites over. Are over you kidding to me? It. No, I'm serious. Is that right? Yeah, I've uh, the ex- the export. They actually will import if you're like you stole it, my trick. That was my trick. Go what the import? Oh, you do it. This is your show. You no, do what you, you do want. It. You'll do whatever no, you want. You Go do ahead. what you want to do. It's your show. You do have start. I'll finish. That's what I tell my daughter. You start. I'll finish. Like she wants to open the straw in the juice box. I say I'll, I start. You finish. So oh, you I start. See. I finish. You be dad. I'll be uh, the kid. Hey, dad. Hmm. Sure, son. I think we got it backwards. Oh, it's so like it blew my mind. They will somebody... import your WordPress blog if you have one. They will import your movable type blog, and it just imports it, and your content is just there. Movable type, WordPress type, app blogger. These are all excellent platforms. But I'm just here to tell you. I'm here to tell you, folks. When I moved from one popular platform to another popular platform in 2005, I was throwing 301s in my HTaccess file. Uh, for about a year until my friend Ben, the Python uh, wizard, the everything wizard, opened it up and was like, y- you know, this loads every time a page loads, right? And I had like, because the URLs were totally screwed up like mm. across the board. Have you, had that, have you done that yet where you import it and it works? I have done that and it does work. It, and, 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 and like they, they downplay it. They like, yeah, we don't really support this too much, you know, but, but they really do and it really works and they actually have a whole support infrastructure for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know how they do it, but like uh, these are the popular places. And and here's the thing. This is nothing to say anything against these different places. Oh my god, Dan, it's so relevant to the show. Like CMSs, like the whole CMS thing. Okay, well, there's a web page and then it goes on the internet. Well, sir, because uh, <laughs> uh, there's so much more to it than that, right? Like who has better plug- plugins for SEO? Well, each one, right? Just saying. 
they do uh, SEO well on the uh, Squarespace because uh, you can customize all this stuff. But I, I do think that's less magical. If you want to just try Squarespace, I, I mean, is the blog importing available at every level? I yeah. Think, I think it is. I think it is. And it's probably part of the try-on. That would be a really smart thing to feature. Oh, if it's yeah. not, we'll have to cut all this out. Yeah. But. If you want to just give it a spin, um, most of those platforms, uh, gratefully, do make it easy to just spit out an export file. Uh, Drupal does not. <clears throat> Which is crazy making... But the thing is, here's the thing. If you do need help... Yeah. That's not a, that's not a Squarespace slam. Let's say for the sake of argument, you want to move from Drupal to Squarespace just for the sake of argument. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if, if you do need help, they're real. This is the thing. They're real people. I hate it when you file a ticket and you just sit there and, and days go by. That's mm-hmm. not the case with this. They're good human beings, and the human beings respond, and they know what, what's going on. I had a question about, because see, I'm not just importing. I am not importing from, like, WordPress and movable type. I'm importing from, you know, like, the fifth strange CMS that I built <laughs> over the years, which is in... So I have to write, like, my own template to basically belch it out as either WordPress or movable type or whatever. And I, I was getting something wrong. I emailed them instantaneously. The guy writes me back instantaneously, writes me back. Oh, here's what you can try. Try this. Try this other thing. If that doesn't work, let me know. I mean, it, it's... How'd you end up doing that? Was like a certain MySQL uh, thing or do you, do you do a MySQL dump and then it filters it or do you no, do I a wrote, certain... I essentially wrote a view template that would output every single blog entry in a format that has nothing to do with HTML and wasn't styled and was essentially like the mov- XML the, the movable type of has oh, okay. a has an export import format and uh and uh also WordPress has a XML sort of uh format so you export as that you give it that you just give that file and this is the cool thing a lot of the a lot of the blog systems when you're importing we don't have to make this all about the importing but uh because it, you know it's not no, the only there's thing a lot it does. too, but it's, I think but, it's worth mentioning. But yeah. it, it, let's just say, let's just say you have a an export of your old WordPress blog, and that's all you've got. You don't have the site anymore. You can't give it the API and the username and the password and have it pull in. Just upload the file. It'll parse the file. It'll make your blog. It'll bring it all back to life. If all you have is that one backup file, bring it back to life. Yeah, bring your blog back to life, Merlin Blog again. Are you gonna are you gonna charge them for that? Charge who for what? Are you gonna charge them for that one? No. Bring your blog, bring your blog back. Oh, like, oh, bring your blog back to life. Squarespace colon. Uh, bring your blog back to life. Yeah, blog again. Be what who you really colon? could be. Be all you can be. I love a colon. You should give them that one. Be all you can be. Um, do we have a, a special offer code for this? I think don't we? Do we? I think we do. I know what the code is. Uh, remind me what the discount is. That uh, it, was, it was that giant discount. Is it thirty percent? Is it the thirty percent one? Dan, I can't believe. Yes, for the oh, month I'm of 12, looking. you get, if you use uh, our promo code, you will get 30% off uh, your next three months of Squarespace. So that's a pretty good deal. This guy is 30% off for three months, he says, Ryan. I'm looking at mm-hmm. Ryan's email. Okay. What do we tell them to do? What do they type in? They got to type something in. Just squarespace.com slash back to work. Oh. And you have an offer code, which is fine for Merlin. What, what you mean is promo code? Because that's, that's what he says. And a, Ryan, Ryan a, Stansky's email, subject promo for December. I don't see offer. The word offer doesn't appear in this email. Huh. You are going to get covered with black sheets of Stansky. It is... <laughs> man. He seems tall. You think so? I thought he seemed kind of medium. Like in a good way. You think he wears lifts? Maybe that's what it is. Okay. I think, I think in New York, everybody wears a, at least a small heel. <laughs> 
because you know the buildings are tall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I really encourage you to try this. I got to tell you, <laughs> am I doing a sports guy when I do that? Who is that I'm doing? I don't Bob know. Bob Euchre? Is that Bob Euchre? It's pronounced Eubanks. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to do my newlyweds yet. Uh, you should try this out. Because, uh, cause, you know, there's no reason not to. I don't. What else do you say, Dan? I mean, how much more can we say? Probably tons. But but we should stop. Go to squarespace.com slash back to work. Don't be a jerk. Uh, go try this. And uh, the code, uh, find from Merlin. Offer code. <laughs> Our thanks to uh, squarespace.com for supporting 5 by 5 and back to work. And back to work. We're not doing too bad. You got to go. You got uh, you got uh, you got Coffee Millionaire in 23 minutes, right? Yeah. We got to button this up pretty soon. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on any of this, Dan? You have thoughts sometimes. Not on this one, though. No. Not at all. No. I like it. I like what you're doing. I like what you did. I like what you did. <sighs> yeah. I probably planned too much, but uh, I, I don't know if there's anything, uh, the, any takeaway to this. And, and I, because, you know, they say when everything starts seeming related, that's when you know you're insane. I mean, that's what I tell myself in my head. No, I don't. Little pieces of yarn from one picture to the other picture. My God. It's so crazy in here right now. It's... The door just not, open, the wind blowing in. Frozen Chalmain. Frozen Chalmain, please join these bottles of Coke with some kind of yellow bumpy thing in the bottom. It's Mexican Coke. Am I allowed to say that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bueno. Uh, oh, man, we read a Dora Christmas book today that was brutal. Just, I don't know when that show went so off the rails. I don't know if it was ever on the rails. But, man, there's a lot of stars and magic and stuff. You never had Dora because you got a boy, right? You know, well, Dora, Diego, you ever have to do that? I've seen both of those. You've asked me about that, but I'm okay. not very, not big fans in this house. Uh, recently, the last time that Dora was on, uh, he looked at me and he said, Dad, and really? I'm Dad. I'm not Daddy. I've been Dad for a while now. I don't know when that happened. Dad, I hate Dora. <laughs> I said, you hate it. I hate it. Hate's a strong word. Yes. I said, really? You hate it? He said, I hate it. And he, he, would, he turned his head away from the TV. It's great. <laughs> I think you referred to it this way, and other parents I've known, they just call it the yelling show. The yelling show, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the practical component, as you like to say, I think, uh, is that this does go to better questions in some ways, which is when you, when you do have struggles, you have barriers, you have the other keywords of, uh, of Factor Work. I think it's instructive uh, to look at um, how deep you are inside uh, what seems extremely culturally relevant, but that can become a little bit blinding to, to the bigger cultural context, which is not to say that you should go out and read about Max Planck or whatever, but uh, maybe you're not going to ever be a quantum mechanics gal or dude. Um, but I think in the team stuff that ends up being so frustrating a lot of time, it, it's worth looking at how far you've gotten inside the culture where you start to lose more basic understanding of things, starting with, we don't all care about the same thing. I, I know this comes up a lot. That's because it comes up a lot. We don't all care about the same stuff. We don't always understand each other's jobs. Um, you know, and not everybody needs the Henderson report to come out by Tuesday as much as you do or as much as the other person does. And, uh, I mean, gosh, just think about the friction you see between business units, right? I mean, R&D, all they do is sit around and throw a ball. Oh, the chip guys, the chip guys <laughs> get the good chairs. Marketing doesn't get a budget. Like there's always, there's these, there's this conventional wisdom that the more we repeat those kinds of mores about our, our differences, like the more real they become. Except mm. for biz dev, because they're mostly bad people. Not really. No, some biz dev people are good. Cut that part out. Okay. Do you have a thought on this? Do you have a practical component for this? I like, oh, I like what you're doing here. Okay. Do you have uh, How the West Was Won? Do you own that? No. Okay, save it for AD. You want to button this up? We could. Do you want to talk more? 
I like talking to you. I love talking to you. I think AD is the breakout hit. That's the one to watch. You can't sell that though, right? Because of the, the poo-poo. It's I could, little, no, I could. Sure, I could sell that. There'd be sponsors you could sell that? for that. Poo-poo sponsors would like it. Yeah. I need, I need some poo-poo. <laughs> I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man.